Hi, this is David at the Do Good Team Podcast. You can be an active part of the Do Good Team by sharing episodes with at least one other person to help raise awareness of the amazing nonprofits and organizations we highlight. Leaving a five-star review and interacting with us on social media is great, but if you do just one thing, please share an episode with at least one other person. Thank you, and on to our episode. You're listening to Episode 8 of the Do Good Team Podcast, a collection of 2023's Definitions of Love. Hello, do-gooders out there, and thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Do Good Team, a podcast where we highlight nonprofits and charitable causes with the goal of improving your life and those around you through inspiration and creating meaningful connections. I am one of your hosts, David. Hello, everyone, and I am your co-host, Nora. And we are closing out 2023. What a really great year it's been. It's our first year with this podcast. It's grown. It's been an amazing adventure between Nora and I. It's been really fun, and it's been really fun interacting with you all. So thank you so much to everybody who's left a review, shot us an email, or interacted with us in social media. We really, really appreciate it. Yes, thank you so much, everybody. Um, we are super excited about this episode. This is a very special episode where we have had the opportunity to compile the definitions of love from the entire year. Uh, we are very excited to be closing out 2023 with the wonderful words of our invited guest. These words are full of positivity and get the world thinking about how we can go into 2024 with a heart full of love and thinking and serving others. I couldn't have said it better myself, Nora. So we're not going to have an outro to this episode today. We're just going to close out with the words of love and inspiration from all of our guests. So I'm just going to let you know right now that if you want to um, send us an email, shoot us an email at thedogoodteam at gmail.com. You can find us on social media. And additionally, if you do one thing, and I said it at the top of the episode again, if you do just one thing, please share this episode or this podcast with just one other person. You never know who needs to hear these words of inspiration and love. It can really make a meaningful change in somebody's life. Before we head off to the inspiration of love, did I miss anything, love? I don't think that you have. Um, just we want to remind you to catch us in our first episode in January and see you in the new year. See you in the new year, everybody. And don't forget to do some good and spread some love out there. And juntos. Somos un buen equipo. Together, we're a good team. Take care. My definition, um, gosh, I just, I think of compassion and empathy uh, when you said that, just loving others the way we want to be loved, active listening. God does command us to love Him and love others. So to me, it's not just something that we do. It's something we're commanded to do. And I think oftentimes when we've been through struggles and trials, you know, we do develop that deeper empathy for other people. And for me personally, I, I feel like that's happened in my life. And so 
yeah, I just think listening, active listening to people, um, caring about them, having compassion, having empathy, seeing them. People want to be seen and, and heard and known. And so I think that's all part of it, part of loving someone well. Yeah, I, I think I do. Obviously, we are, I'm, I'm a person of faith. And so my definition of love does get defined by my faith and very specifically in my in my relationship with with Jesus. Um, so I'm a follower of his and and his example. Uh, so he, one of his quotes is there no greater love has someone than when they lay down their life for a friend. And so the fact of, of that sacrificial, that willingness to go, hey, you know what? I've, I've been invited to give sacrificially in a way um, that demonstrates um, what God has done in my own life. Uh, knowing that God made the ultimate sacrifice and did the ultimate work, I am then invited to follow in his footsteps. And the more I follow in his footsteps, the better able I am to show love. For me, if I can help a family not have to experience the loss of that love, um, that is an act of love in a way that I can keep his love inside me since I can't physically be with him anymore. So for me, it's, you know, the love I have for my children and, and the way that they that they make us better, even even if we don't experience loss, the way that our children make us see the world differently and be better people is such a such a gift. Oh man. <laughs> That's a good question. I don't I'm <laughs> you know, if I had to if I had to put words to it, I would say just caring and showing up, you know, and doing for the benefit of others, for uh, collective well-being, you know, and in this case, I'm doing it for a specific student population, but for individuals in your life, for society, for showing up and doing for the benefit of others is, is love. And for yourself too. Thank you. That was beautiful, Hector. I often think of it as just treating treating others the way I would want to be treated with as much compassion as, as possible. But I also, I also think of doing this work as creating the space for other people to be able to do that too. Right. I mean, I, I think often just there's, there's not the emotional space or, or resources for so many people who've been so failed by the systems over and over again. And, and then sometimes I think of this work as just making, making room for other people to be able to love or celebrate or care for their communities, um, giving kind of giving the space and resources to make that even imaginable and possible. Well, you know, my middle name is actually love. It's my name is my full name is Darnisha love weary. Um, I know. And so my definition of love is empathy, is seeing people for people first, for seeing a human as a human that is layered, complex, sometimes chaotic, sometimes not. Um, but everyone has their own story. Everyone brings their own stuff. And we just love everyone because you are existing and because 
you're here and because you woke up today we know you have purpose and we hope that you know you have purpose and i see you as a person first regardless of how you act regardless of the hate that you spew regardless of how you may or may not show up um i see you as a person first and i believe that that's love and that's what we need more of in our community is the empathy and that we see people as people um i make mistakes every single day i may not show up the the when i'm stressed everybody's gonna see it <laughs> everyone around me is gonna know it when i'm stressed and so i may not show up all the time you know on you know 10 and always in it but i want people to see me the same that i'm a person i'm i'm complex and maybe i'm going through something you know and i want that to be and that's my definition of love is that we see people as people and we love them we love them through it and I will never, I, I I love when people say to me, like, I know you've got our back. Like, I know Black Coffee has my back. I know you guys got our back. And that just lets me know that they know that they feel the love and that they see us. And even though these kids might, one day I just want to, like, put everybody out and be like, look, <laughs> y'all are wild out today. Like, there is a lot going on. Uh, but I'll never, never let them go. And I will never not be there to support them. And that's what love means to me. Okay, I, I thought about this. I don't know if it's really a definition, but I did write it down. So I'm going to read it. <laughs> I, I always think God shows me un unconditional love, accepting all of my faults and failings. In turn, I show unconditional love to my family and friends. But Jesus teaches us love is also shown through kindness and helping others. This is the type of love the Assistance League and I try to show with Operation School Bell program. Um, my definition of love, it's such a its such a great question. And I know we chatted once before and I was surprised and kind of pleased by that question. And the reason is because that is a question that um, I ask myself frequently. And here's kind of, you know, here's kind of the background there. I have a very dear mentor in this field. Her name is Dr. Susan Friedman. And a couple of years ago, I was stomping my feet about some behavioral thing and something that I, you know, as a behaviorist, I wanted my dog to love some problem stimulus, some problem event, right? I was really focused on my dog at the time. She needed to love it. And Dr. Friedman looked at me and she said, me too. What does love look like? And it has stuck with me almost every day. And in a variety of ways, I think about this question. Um, I'm a mom of two little girls. And there are many times where I ask myself, okay, what, what does love look like? And what can I do to teach them? what love looks like and and, I'll, and I'm a behaviorist right so love is this like ambiguous term and I, you know it's really hard to define but as a behaviorist and with my mentors help what I have figured out is that for me with my behavior lens love looks like observable behaviors and some of those observable behaviors I can really reinforce right, with positive reinforcement, whether it's my dog or it's my child. Um, and 
you know, for example, when one daughter stubs her toe, right, and or falls off her bike, which happened recently, you know, the other one is running to get an ice pack or the first aid kit, right? That's what love looks like in that condition between my two little girls. I think with my dog, right, love might look like, you know, I'm in a, um, he's not feeling well right now. And love looks like we're just sitting outside together and I, you know, we're watching the squirrels and maybe I'm offering him some food and maybe I'm not if he doesn't feel like eating. You know, so this question is something I think about often. I mean, when the pandemic hit and my oldest daughter then, she was only in second grade and suddenly she couldn't see her friends anymore. And so we'd go out here into our front yard. We live in the suburbs and her friends would come by and they'd stand in the street so they could wave to each other. And I remember looking at her, she was confused. And I said, honey, this is what love looks like right now. This is what love looks like today. So that's in a very long-winded way of my trying to say that I think my definition of love looks like observable behaviors that are reinforcing to the other person and, and reinforcing to that person. It's ways that we, you know, behaviors that we perform that help um, and that we find positively reinforcing. That's probably what I love about Pets for Vets so much, right, is I think that that is a big part of what Clarissa has developed and what I see here. It's the, what is this dog? Who is this dog? What do they have to offer? And this veteran, what do they need? What does love look like to the veteran in that moment? Does he need the dog who is going to snuggle up against him? Um, is that what love looks like for this veteran? It might be. Or is it love looks like we go on long walks together? Right, so what does it look like in terms of behaviors?